A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Everybody, I am Mike Rains, aka Poker and Politics, and welcome to another episode of Adventures in Hell World. I am joined, as always, by Sarge. Hello from the internet and the mysterious L. Hello, my beautiful ladies. Uh, so uh, again, this is one of those weeks where we just have no news to talk about. We're gonna have to dig into some old Q drops or something. I don't know, or maybe literally everything happened this week. It's one or the other. So, uh, first things first, as always, we have to let you know that QAnon sometimes takes us to dark places that are not good for everyone to listen to. Content warning. The Adventures in Hellworld podcast talks in depth about QAnon, which means we have to talk about all kinds of child abuse and violence against people. Listener discretion advised. So, uh, we were going to talk about something, but something else happened. So, we, in fact, have breaking news. Dateline! August 25th, 2021, Washington, D.C. It is time for breaking news for the digital front lines. <laughs> so, uh, Bravo, sir. Yeah, so the uh, 1-6 committee that is trying to figure out exactly what happened uh, when a bunch of QAnon and MAGA chuds uh, stormed our Capitol in an effort to uh, kill congressmen, senators, and the vice president. Uh, Vacationing, hugging and kissing, etc. Yeah, Mm -hmm, all of these mm -hmm, things, yes. mm -hmm, yes. mm -hmm. Peaceful, peaceful, quiet people doing a peaceful, quiet thing that (laughs) that in no way was an act of sedition. Uh, so yes, so the quiet shiny people. happy people holding hands. <laughs> yes, all of these things. <laughs> now you read us off some names before we got started. You want to give us the the highlights of yeah. who they uh, are wrapping up? 
So they have requested that all White House communications with a giant list of people uh, from April 1st of uh, 2020 to January 20th of 2021 uh, be given to them. And that list includes uh, our boy Alex Jones, his good friend, uh, Roger Stone, uh, QAnon grifter Michael Flynn, OG QAnon promoter Tracy Beans Diaz, uh, Proud Boys leader and FBI informant Enrique Tario, uh, George Papadopoulos. There, are, there is an incredible uh, just uh, rogues gallery of people on this list. Uh, recently indicted uh, Owen Schroyer got himself on this list. So this is uh, this is very interesting. Oh, uh, the Jamoke that founded the uh, walkaway movement, telling people something to walk away from the Democratic Party, uh, Brandon Straka, he got himself a ding on this also. So th- this is how does uh, how does his movement differ from your waka waka way movement? Uh, I <laughs> less bear costumes. Yes, much less bear costume, and I also want people to vote for the liberal and not to uh, be a uh, conservative grifting uh, shithead. Uh, speaking of voting for the liberal, uh, given uh, Seth Moulton's uh, flying into Cabal and taking Kabul and taking flights away from people who might need them. Wow! Uh, did, did, did you hear that Freudian that Freudian slip there, Sarge? Yes, I did. He's yes. Pi- he's so pilled. I'm like, spilled. He's spilling. He's spilling the beans. The Tracy beans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you I, talked I, I, about Tracy beans before? Oh, we have, yeah. Yeah, I love, I love her dumb name. I love her dumb name showing up on this list alongside the names of just like right, like regular ass human being names. Yeah, just like Michael Flynn, Alex Jones, Tracy Beans, The Rope, Juju Mistopheles, Grundle. Like you just like get down to the list, and it's just like a bunch of real names and then dumb TikTok influencer names. Yeah, well, well, sadly, on the actual format, she's just Tracy Diaz, but no one calls her that. I mean, that's her, that's the name she wants to be called by now, because Beans was her crazy edgelord days, but whatever. You're Tracy Beans always and forever, Tracy. And and, and because I'm obviously very pilled right now, Tracy, call me, please. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what they say, you can't put the beanie back in the bottle, am I right? Exactly right. Am I right, guys? Oh, God. No, I, I'm shaking my head so much. I, if I if I was at the drum set right now, I would play the sting for you. I would I, I would abs- I would absolutely just b- bang on them drums. Uh, the the uh, Sarge's cat agrees with you. She, yeah. She, oh, you yeah. heard that? He's yes. way back there. Yeah, but um, so this is uh, really interesting that they've basically said, "Oh, I, I completely forgot our boy Jack Postebeck. He got his name on this list too." I'm stunned that the Watkinses didn't get their names on this list at this point. But uh, they are um, the one six committee is looking into a lot of people here. They're they're kicking over some rocks. I mean, Lord knows what they'll actually do with this information. But I I, I know that if I was to be a right wing grifter and suddenly they're like, hey, remember that act of uh, terrorism that you guys committed on our capital? We would like to ask you a few questions about that. Yeah, we'd like to see the receipts. Right, so I mean, that would be that would kind of worry me a little bit if like this is this that was the situation that was going on. Maybe I might be like, "Hey, yo, Mitch McConnell, remember when you could have had a bipartisan committee and Republicans could kind of throw some sand in the gears on this shit?" 
why did you block that and just give the Democrats carte blanche to start uh, harassing me? Like, what the fuck? Come on, guys. Let's be a little smarter about the uh, politics here and make sure that actual investigations into our treason don't uh, bear any fruit. Because uh, that would make us sad. Because we don't want to. We don't want to. So the one six committee is the um, the House of Representatives panel that yeah. because the Senate declined because they won't get rid of the filibuster. The Senate declined to make a committee. This committee has um, electoral not electoral. They they can call subpoena with, power. They have subpoena subpoena power. power. There we go. Yeah, okay. Yeah. The, yeah. Those are the words I wanted. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this because uh, that was the thing that, was, that really confused me when I was hearing all this talk about like the one six mm-hmm. committee and the Republicans were trying to block it. I'm like, didn't the Republicans just investigate Benghazi a million times of their own volition? Can't the yeah. Democrats just their do- emails? Right, exactly. I was like, can the Democrats just investigate one six because they control the House? Can you just do that shit? And then right after, like the bipartisan uh, full congressional investigation got blocked, Pelosi was like, well, we're investigating it anyways. And I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. I'm glad that reality conforms to what I believed it to be, where like when you control one of the two houses of Congress, you can just have an investigation if you so desire it. <laughs> Everybody and, gets an investigation. Well, you know, the, the Dems needed to do their little political theater where they tried, where they were just like, hey, Republicans, bipartisan anything? The Republicans were, of course, like, no, bipartisan anything sucks, only Republican agenda forever. And then the liberals got to just be like, okay, cool, we're just going to do it anyway. Right, exactly. <laughs> we're just we're, we're just gonna do the thing without your fucking support. <laughs> Cute but, you Thanos know. gif. I guess I'll do it myself. Yes, yeah. But you know, Joe Manchin is still out there, just like desperately clinging onto the filibuster as a concept because you you got to have bipartisan bipartisan politics. Oh yeah, yeah, gotta uh, have it. I mean, the Republicans clearly crave it. They, oh they, God. Oh, <laughs> Republic- you're allowed to believe in different things, like, but sometimes the things other people believe in hurt people so you're allowed to be upset with those people that believe things that hurt other people right yeah i mean yeah. also you're, you're allowed to believe in whatever you want but like believing that the republicans are interested in bipartisan legislation and then having them demonstrably prove that they are not every right. single turn at some point you're just sort of just like hey joe manchin What's your real reason for not wanting to abolish the filibuster? Is it just because you're secretly a conservative in disguise? Like, yeah. somebody get the mystery team over here. And let's pull the mask off of this guy. Right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, th- thanks, Joe Manchin, for getting us the $1,400 checks and all that stuff. But, I mean, you you do have a D next to your name. I understand it's West Virginia. I get it. I get that West Virginia makes this a, a sticky wicket for you, and we are never getting anyone as liberal as Joe Manchin out of West Virginia for like 30 years. But, West Virginia. Yeah, but still, for the – I mean, come on, man. If you got the D next to your name, help us out a little here. Come on. Give, give us a little more, please. I, we beg of you. It's only the fate of our democracy. That's all. And no big deal. So, Speaking yeah. of giving us a little more, uh, does the QAnon movement have anything to say about OnlyFans flip-flopping? Uh, they have yet to freak out about that because like that section of the of QAnon is kind of where you have that uh weird Christian nationalist uh that's Torba, that's like Gab, the Gab guy's big thing is like that. Gab and Telegram are like rife with OnlyFans, right? I'm sure they are. I but I mean at the same time is that like when you d- deal with like 
anyone of like gab high command it's all pornography destroys society like you marry your wife and just screw her to have little white christian babies in a quiverful movement because god wants you to procreate and all of their sex is bad and it's just that kind of that really weird like just the 1950s were the greatest time in, in the world ever always mentality so like Obviously, I, I would think that like management at Gab would be like OnlyFans is bad and awful. And even though like probably all of our non QAnon neo Nazi users are women who are on OnlyFans because they got kicked off of Twitter for being too sexually explicit, um, like that dichotomy, I'm sure is something that he would never address in a million years. Like that is like one of the literal things Torba has made clear will get you kicked off Gab is pornography. So you can question hol- the Holocaust. Oh, so t- Telegram's the big pornography one because i've seen like captures and stuff uh obviously screen caps from telegram and i knew one i always flip them but i was like i know one of these is just like rife with pornography yeah yeah i haven't gotten into the porn side of telegram because like that's just not where i I, 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 I love the idea that all of these like all these people that crawled their way out of any of these Chan or Coon boards are like suddenly going on like Gab and Telegram and letting people tell them that pornography is bad. Yeah. Oh, it's it, like, it, it's like, wow. Way to forget where you came from guys. I just, yeah, it's, it's like I matured from like the Chan boards and just all this hentai <laughs> and other filth. And now I'm a good Christian boy who loves God and my wife who is uh, probably not real. I mean, it's... She lives in Canada. Yeah, she doesn't go to our school, all that good stuff. It's really weird that that's like the grown-up mentality that, like, Gab tries to indoctrinate their people with is just just this, like, that, yeah, you had your crazy edgelord porn and atheism teenage years, but now it's time to understand that all of that was bad and, like, find faith in Jesus and all that kind of stuff. I really wonder how much of like the the, the gab at, like forums just like roll their eyes at Torba's bullshit because he because he sounds like a seventy year old guy banging his clog screaming about the rapture and shit and it's Torba just, is the owner or administrator of Gab yeah yeah and he literally has a cross emoji in his uh, name it's like. It's like Andrew Torba cross emoji, American flag emoji. He's, he, yeah, he's he's like such a caricature. It's like ridiculous. Uh, hey, L, you want to take bets on what kind of vehicle Torba drives? Uh, probably some uh, fucking rolling coal, big fuck off truck he doesn't need because he doesn't do any work. <laughs> he's just constantly begging people for money on the internet, and but he's but he still needs to have some some fucking like Ford. 1050 that's right four digits because it's got two hemis taped together <laughs> all the total capacity you need to not do a fucking thing with your life yeah uh just to let you know what an unbelievable ridiculous virtue signaler torba is i just went to his gab like homepage, and it's andrew torba he only has the cross i guess the american flag isn't cool anymore yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. his his profile picture is Neo like, for I, the cross, not for the flag. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All that. He uh, his profile picture is him in like what looks like a suit. So it's either like his wedding or some other important time in his life. He has like a flower lapel, and he has a border around him that, that has the caption "Not vaccinated." 
because cool. of, cor- of course you got to do that. And his and his wallpaper is a log cabin in the woods because he wants <laughs> to get away from society. I just love I, I just love that he's just like I just want to get get away from civilization and live in nature and commune with the birds. And by the way, go on my hate social media platform where you can talk about what the Jews are really up to. I mean, it's just it's just like he. You have to be so online to know about what Gab is, and yet he wants to pretend that he's like in the barren wilderness of the of the of the untouched Washington forests or something. How did, like, how did we get to talking about this clown? Uh, uh, I, I brought up uh, to see if they were talking about OnlyFans, but uh, you're right. It is time to stop talking about this clown and start talking about the news. From the digital headlines to the digital front lines, it's cues in the news. But we're, de- but we are definitely not going to stop talking about clowns because we have a big clown. Uh, <laughs> it is quite the clown show. So our number one clown at the top is everybody's favorite neo-Nazi ghost Ezra. Apparently decided to not practice any cybersecurity, and uh, I'm not saying he doxed himself, but from what I saw, he he kind of doxed himself. Oh, he didn't make it hard. We'll make it. <laughs> basically, what you need to know is that uh, Ghost Ezra, real name uh, Robert Sto- Robert Smart, more um, like Robert Dunn, am I right? Yeah, <laughs> yes, that was the greatest thing ever. That was someone immediately posted that in uh, one of the the chats of the people who hate Ghost Ezra, and I just that was the greatest thing ever. I just loved it. It was like more like Roger Robert Dumb. Boom! It's like it's a <laughs> yeah, I nailed mean, it. Yeah. Like uh, like fucking maybe the sixth or seventh time I saw people making that joke on my Twitter feed, I was just like, all right, guys, it's. Like, it could be ironically, like, don't get me wrong, I, I am a huge fan of the ironically funny bad dad joke. I mean, Lord knows I make a ton of them on the podcast, but but I don't have six people ahead of me making that same joke, and then I jump in as, like, number seven. It's like when you pull up to, it's like when you pull up to, like, a busy drive-thru, and there are already, like, six or seven cars, like, waiting in line at the drive-thru for Jack in the Box, and mm-hmm. you have other options. You can just go continue to live your life, but you're like, you know what, no, I would like to wait in this line for Jack in the Box. I gotta have it. Right. And you just pull up and queue up for Jack of the Box. There is uh, one thing in the, the, the Massachusetts area that I've learned is that Wendy's has psychotic brand loyalty. There's there's this one area. There's literally a Wendy's and a Burger King across the street from each other. And I have seen eight cars in line for Wendy's and no one at Burger King. And no one just pulls out to go across the street. There's no one's just like, you know what? Burger King's the same fucking thing. I'm just going to get some PK. I will save 20 minutes of my life and get the same slop thrown into a bag for me. Nope, they just can't do it. Got to have that Baconator. The they're, big just, they're just worried about the efficacy of the pulling out method. This is true. This is true. They are deeply religious, and they know that uh, lights off missionary with your eyes closed is the way God and Torba wants it to be. This got so, real weird real you know, fast. Hey, th- th- welcome to the podcast, Sarge. In case you haven't been here before, yeah. So- <laughs> how am I? Su- how am I supposed to avoid like making some dumb joke when Mike Raids says the phrase "pull out"? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, as interesting as Wendy's is, take us through who Ghost Ezra is, real quick. Well, and first, why- but, but but before we get into who Ghost Ezra is, we should probably uh, credit the 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 good good people who exposed who Ghost Ezra is. Yes. Yeah. 
so yeah, we had so we had logically AI uh, were the people that managed to like go through all of his stuff and like figure out who he was, and then like Vice and other news and other reporting agencies did articles uh, explaining like, hey, this is how they found this guy, and then they like talked to people and got more details about this dirtbag who, hilariously enough, is denying everything. It is the absolute best that the Ghost Ezra channel is what? Yeah, Ghost Ezra is literally said, hey, remember when people said I was this guy and then they said I was this guy? Now they're saying I'm some guy named Robert. Ha ha! Guffaw! And yeah, I bet, bet he's not posting any more fucking pictures of his local gas station, though, I tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or his own computer monitor. Yeah. So yeah, uh, uh, Robert Dumb, am I right? Uh, him, you are right. <laughs> I am right. That guy, um, he he is banning and deleting every comment that talks about him being Ro- uh, Robert Smart. So he is obviously very sensitive about it. But uh, as the saying goes on the internet, he's just going to tweet through it, even though he's not allowed on Twitter. He is just going. He is just going to power through being doxxed and. Um, he is just going to pretend that this didn't happen because he just wants to keep LARPing on the internet. Just wait until so, all blows over. Yeah, just wait till this all blows over. Like th- this wacky caper. He's just gonna he's just gonna lie low till the heat goes blows blows over. And his wife has apparently uh, been fired from her job because she too is a true believer. Um, well, as a, as a white Christian woman, I'm sure that she can find work anywhere. Uh, she's actually an immigrant. Has what? Yes. <laughs> our boy, our boy Robert, uh, has has lost some credibility with his neo-Nazi friends uh, because he is not uh, keeping the Aryan bloodline pure, as it were. So that is like I just love these these people are always this way where they're so deeply racist and so hateful because they just got their brains so scrambled and then. They obviously they all, they all they, it just turns out so many of these guys are so angry and white nationalist, and all they want is an Asian bride. It's just they just can never connect the dots to being like, hey, maybe my racism is bad because I understand that. <laughs> no, like, it's the children that are no, wrong. It's the children are wrong, and the Asian person I love is a good Asian person, and even though they're not white because reasons, and also because I find them yeah, very attractive. Yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, speaking of the children and being wrong, uh, it also turns out, so all the, all these white nationalists secretly want or have uh, non-white brides, and they also all hate pedophilia, so make of that what you want. <laughs> yeah, yes. The Adventure of the Hell World podcast is making no broad stroke observations about, uh, about these people, but <laughs> you do your own research. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So his what? Uh, the one little hilarious thing about his wife after people started digging into her backstory is uh, she uh, liked a social media post uh, about Fall Cabal. So she's a Janet O fan, much like us. So, nice, nice, uh, yeah. nice. Yeah. So she, um, she's he. I, I, I'm sure she was either pre-pilled or uh, Ghost Ezra pilled her. So she was on the train too. So uh, buy the ticket, ride the ride. So she got uh, terminated from her employers for being a QAnon believer. And I don't. I mean, I think Rogers, like uh, he, Robert, is his own. He owns his own gas station, his own businesses. So I don't know how much damage he's going to suffer. Although maybe the one star Yelp reviews will start coming rolling in for people. 
they're be like, hey, don't give money to the crazy neo-Nazi QAnon supporter guy. I mean, because um, our our boy, uh, IET, uh, he sold his chiropractic business, and I don't know what he's doing now, besides trying to rebrand himself as a, a colloidal silver cures cancer quack medical salesman. Did Ghost Ezra have any big grifts, or was he just uh, virulently racist? Uh, the one thing that was really weird about Ghost Ezra is that he would post lots of links to eBay for like silver coins. One time he posted an ad for like a white noise machine on eBay, which was really strange because it was just kind of like out of that. That kind of thing isn't something the QAnon usually gets into. Well, I mean, it is. It is the purest of the noises. <laughs> I saw it. I saw you teeing up for it, and I was like, "He's gonna do it." Yeah. Uh, I mean, so, the, the, so the the problem with podcasting across the internet is that I always have to politely wait for someone to be talking or to be done talking <laughs> before I can make my joke. So you can you can always see him coming because I'm yeah. being polite. I'm just going to jump in there, trample all over Mike's Mike's statement, so I could just be like, "It's the most pure noise because it's white." Get it? <laughs> L is that rare comment who actually does make the joke better by explaining it. <laughs> and honestly, just it's that voice. It's just the, the the sell job. It's it's the comedian who's bombing viciously and trying to get a laugh no matter what. That 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 gimmick is just pure gold to me. I love it. I know you're out there. I can hear you leaving. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um. Yeah, so he, I don't know exactly how much damage he's going to suffer uh, business-wise, but I'm sure it's coming because of the fact that once you're known as an out-and-proud neo-Nazi, that kind of hurts you a little bit. No. And, yeah, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, that, I'm sure that some people are going to fight like fight the good fight by protesting in front of his gas stations or whatever, because isn't he like a big boy entrepreneur? Doesn't he own like several businesses? Yeah, that, that is what uh, we've come to. Yeah, he owns some gas stations. I think he might own a restaurant. So yeah, he is... He's no, I bet it serves whitefish, am I right, guys? <laughs> whitefish? Hey, just... just just w- taking them wherever we can get them. Hey, again, as L- try our signature drink, the white Russian. Yes, the, the, the whitest Russian. Uh, it, it's, that one works on two levels because they love Vladdy Daddy and also white people. Yes, <laughs> although although him selling it for fourteen dollars and eighty eight cents was a little too on the nose. They've had to change Oof. the menu. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're just taking the low swings today. Hey, L, L said it a million times. The low hanging yeah. L did it, so I can do it. <laughs> exactly. I'm I'm going. I'm going. I don't want to throw my back out. I don't want to reach for the high. Sarge, the high L did the L did the joke first, so I could do it too. D- damn right. Damn right. <laughs> So, uh, like, on top of not being sure, like, so, unfortunately, on top of not being sure whether or not this is going to affect this guy's bottom line at all, I mean, like, God willing, it does. Like, are there actually any, like, normal type repercussions for this guy for his identity being outed? Like, Like, in terms of his user base or whatever, does it actually impact him at all? Uh, it, it impacted, uh, I would say that like definitely the LARPiness of him, uh, he did have damage to his followers in the sense that like his chat just became an absolute shit show of people screaming about who he was and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, what's funny is that like his, his follower count on Telegram is like still like plateaued 
at the same, like just over 300,000 it's always been. It's not like people actually aggressively left the channel. I think at this point, I think at this point he's more of a train wreck than he is an actual, like... Um, you think people are just sticking around to watch the crash? Right. That's what it feels like because you you just see the standard kind of thing where um, he the, the amount of comments that he's getting are not as uh, aggressive as it was back in the day. Like, he just doesn't post today. Like, one thing has less than 200 comments. Um then uh, his latest his latest thing is uh, from like the Pfizer CEO, which obviously like freaked everybody out. And um, the, the one thing that's really interesting about his comment section is that like neo Nazis are so desperate to get in first, like they 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 may have bots or something. First, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like it, it's it's crazy when you go to his when you go to his things and you click on it. Like, the top guy is almost always, like, just someone being like, hey, I'm a neo-Nazi, please come to my channel. Or, hey, I'm a neo-Nazi, please watch this video that shows that Hitler did nothing wrong. Um, his uh, top post is, uh, the top reply is from Johnny Utah. I'm sure Keanu would be thrilled about that. Johnny uh, Utah. Is, and it's a... Um, it's a video for uh, Europa, the last battle, which is basically how Hitler was trying to save us all from the bad people. And he got defeated. And then, um, speaking and then, of bad people trying to save us, this is my, this is my grabbing the wheel segue. Uh, what is ghost Ezra? Has he, has, has Robert uh, dumb said anything about Trump actually wanting us to get vaxxed? Uh, he hates it. He gets incredibly mad whenever that happens, which, again, it just happened this week because our uh, beautiful former president, Donald Trump, uh, got out in front of the I camera. believe you mean current president. Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. At, so, at some point, we will acknowledge his uh, legitimate presidency uh, any day now. <laughs> any day now. Um, we'll but, talk about that in a little bit with Mike yeah, when yeah, we get to oh, Mike Lindell, not oh, Mike. Uh, Podcastos. Yeah. Yes, uh, our our my, my pillow guy is his preferred uh, legal name, but uh, so Trump had a rally in Alabama where, shockingly, he drew a crowd. It is so funny the number of QAnon supporters who were just like, "Look at this massive crowd! Look at this massive crowd!" Trump drew in Alabama. There's no way he lost the election. Wait, and- I he Trump went down to Alabama looking for. A rally and the the least vaccinated state in America and said, let's get vaccinated. Yes, he absolutely did. I didn't know it was in Alabama. Well, I mean, well, his his first step was to get a bunch of these patriots who insist that they they are not sheep or farm animals or any kind. And he was like, cool. Now go to your assigned pens, your literal assigned pinned in areas and wait there while the God Emperor gets ready to take the stage. And the irony of that just completely lost on all of these people. Like, yes, that, that, that is the hallmark of the conservative. Like they're just immune to irony. They think everything they do has no irony about it. It's all, they're just like, yeah, fuck. Yeah. We'll wait in this pen for Donald Trump to tell us how free we are. It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my so, God. So Donald Trump had all of his, his, had all of his worshipful, not occult followers, uh, stay in their freedom pens. 
And then he told them to get vaccinated because, Smart. yeah. And he did then immediately like did a little little thing where like, hey, you got to have your freedom. You got to be allowed to make the decision to do it or not, but you should do it. You should totally get vaccinated. Well, yeah, he, he, had, he had to do his little like half pivot immediately. Like even if he had it teed up to do eventually, he had to break it out immediately because he got booed. He got literally booed at his own rally. Donald Trump got booed by this crowd of Alabama idiots because he dared to say, get vaccinated. Yes. It is so funny to me that like the QAnon, QAnon always absorbs like any conspiracy theory that exists out there. QAnon just absorbs it and merges it into the hive mind. And and what QAnon, I believe like what those people who are promoting this shit, what they believe is, yeah, we'll just grab all these people and we'll just like brainwash them into the cult of Trump and the idea of this nonsense about arresting all the liberals and all that kind of stuff. And we will take them over. I don't think what QAnon thought was going to happen was that the anti-vax movement was going to take QAnon over. So it's like you have the cult of Trump on one side and then you have anti-vaccination on the other side. And they had a fight, uh, much like Particle Man and Triangle Man, Mm -hmm. and Mm anti-vax man won this fight, which is like really hilarious to me that this like Trump could do no wrong. He's playing 12 dimensional chess. He literally can gaze through time streams to see the future and like, <laughs> Dr. Strange us into the proper path to victory. Like those people like went up against Andrew Wakefield's idiot flunkies and Andrew Wakefield's idiot flunkies won. They won the fight. We have like, confirmable, provable data on this point that because when the God Emperor himself was like, hey, my worshipful people in your sheep pens who are listening to me, get vaccinated. And the sheep were like, fuck you, Trump. Boo! We will not take your murder vaccine, even though we still want you to be president so you can continue to tell us to take the murder vaccine. Don't don't try to square that circle. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't think about that too hard. Well, it just goes to show, right, that, like, nothing is more powerful in terms of, like, these these giant amorphous conspiracy theory blobs than being topical. And, like, if anything, the anti-vax movement being able to, like, starting to swallow the QAnon pro-Trump movement is just indicative of the fact that, like, the, in their in the heart of hearts, those people know that Donald Trump is not the current president. And he, like, he, he lost to Joe Biden because you if shut he, up. You if, shut if, up. If he, if he was just as topical as COVID, there is no way that they could like, th- there's no way that they would have that reaction to him. But unfortunately, Donald Trump is at least partially old news and COVID is still murdering all of their friends and family. So they get to be angry about COVID and its related stuff, including the vaccine. Yeah. Because, you know, why wouldn't you be angry at the vaccine as the problem when it's COVID that's killing all of your friends and family? Yeah. No, that's not that's not true. That's impossible. Yeah. So, yeah. So speaking of COVID murdering friends and family are uh, so this uh, Phil Valentine, a conservative radio talk show host who famously made innumerate posts about how he was never getting the vaccine and how uh, he was totally fine with just uh, uh, taking the risk of going the other way with this stuff because he doesn't, tr- doesn't trust the government and all their meddling. Uh, he got COVID, had a very, very long battle with it, and it was a really rough case. And he has now passed away due to COVID. Good, uh, fuck him. 
Yeah. So uh, his family has urged everyone to get vaccinated now because uh, they've learned, oh, shit. How weird. So weird. Like, that's the thing is that these this is the thing where you are actually risking your life for this bullshit. Like all these QAnon people who are like COVID has a survival rate of like ninety nine point nine percent and blah 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 and all this stuff. You know what? When you are playing with numbers this big, like it's it's not nearly as small a risk as you think it is. Yeah, Uh, and that and that's in people that are healthy. If you're some fat, smoked every day, dumb dumb with an all a pre existing heart condition. Uh, or who's led a sedentary lifestyle, like, I don't know, maybe a radio broadcaster uh, looks at own kind of job as podcaster worries. Um, <laughs> like, maybe you need to take that into account. Like, everyone, God, they all talk about these mortality rates, and they don't talk about the mortality rates in the more vulnerable populations. Uh, a good lifelong friend of mine, one of my scout leaders from when I was a kid, he died from COVID because he fucking smoked every day of his life and had an ongoing heart condition. And he got it because he couldn't afford to not work. And it killed him. And it's just, God, <laughs> I'm and the, so bad. And the thing that would make you even matter about that is that any QAnon person who listened to you tell that tour story would immediately say that he didn't die from COVID. He died with COVID and that the, the, they've concocted this giant conspiracy theory that comorbidities that uh, COVID pushes you over the finish line to the grave with that doesn't count as a COVID death, but like they, you literally had to be in pristine, perfect health, get COVID, and die for it to be a legitimate COVID death. I see. There, there was a long-running thing for like three or four months back when the presidential election and all that other stuff was happening, where, where QAnon and other anti-COVID people were saying that only 6% of COVID deaths were actual COVID deaths. All the other 94% were uh, with COVID, not from COVID. And it's like, no. The COVID is what killed you because those other conditions were not lethal. COVID made them lethal. It was what finished the job. And if you didn't have COVID, you wouldn't be dead. You colossal dumbbells. I don't care how you say it. Like, semantics doesn't change what killed you. Right. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, gun violence is also wildly misreported. Nobody ever dies from being shot in this country. They, they die because of damage to their organs. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Internal bleeding. Yeah. I, I, I really wish that like QAnon existed back like uh, during the AIDS crisis because they would just claim that AIDS actually never killed anybody, which would be an actual... Just like thing. Ronald Reagan. Right. Oh, hell no. Their position would be that a- a- AIDS kills all the people ever, and that's what the gay folks transmitting it deserve. That, oh, would, I, definitely, that would definitely be their position on AIDS, 100%. Oh, oh yeah. God's wrath. It, yeah, it would absolutely have been God's wrath. But I was just saying that like the... Because... The, Technically, AIDS doesn't do isn't fatal. You just lose your immune system, and then some other weird disease that yeah. never hurt you is what <laughs> kills like, you. So AIDS like saying kill no one, he didn't die jumping out the window. He died from hitting the ground. Jumping out the window is perfectly fine. 
Right, just don't hit the ground. Just be like Arthur Dent yeah. and just fly. I mean, just yeah, come on, just 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 jump to the ground and miss. Come on, be a big boy about it. I mean, just it, it, it's just so uh. ridiculous. <laughs> all, all of the rhetorical hoops that they, they have to jump through in order to try to uh, explain, justify, or defend their nonsense. It's really incredible that. Everything is in, everything is based around the idea of placating themselves and making themselves feel better about what's going on. Is COVID this massive murder plague that's killing everybody? Just deny it. Just claim it really isn't. Claim that like that you, the, you that those those sick people were on death's door anyways, and they got a mild case of the sniffles, and that's why they died. Um, when you can't deny that, then just claim you'll cure it with hydroxychloroquine and now ivermectin now we're just gonna yeah, the, the sheep dewormer yep the horse and sheep dewormer let's just claim that ivermectin is the new cure because now we'll admit that covid's kind of bad but you're hiding the secret truth from us so that we don't so we have to take the murder vaccine and by the way uh i, I don't know if it was last week or this week but america just broke the 200 million mark for people that have gotten at least one dose of the vaccine and over 50% of America now is fully vaccinated, which again, because the FDA is super weird about child vaccines includes no one under the age of 12. So like the, the, the large quantity of the adult. uh, That's because they need, they want six months of verifiable data before they'll give it to children under the age of 12 and they haven't had the vaccine approved for six months yet. So there's not six months of data. Right. I mean, well, it's, it, a, it's a, it's a good thing. The Delta variant has just decided to, to wait out, wait it out for six months and be cool. And, yeah. uh, is definitely just not ravaging places like Florida and Texas where the, their governors insist that nothing is going on as their children are dying of COVID. Yeah. Oh, th- there was a uh, there was a st- uh, story I, I jumped on um, where in Oklahoma, where oh my god, I mean that obviously has to be an, an unvaccinated like just burning hellscape. Uh, a woman who was an ER nurse who was fully vaccinated was treating all of these unvaccinated shitheads, got COVID from them shockingly, then gave it to her three year old daughter who was had to go on all kinds of uh not quite a ventilator but like a BPAP machine because her little three year old lungs were failing. Thankfully the last report I saw was that she was off the machines and she's recovering. But it's just like fuck you, you goddamn monsters. Like you are literally killing children. Killing children of people who are trying to do everything right. The, the parents who are getting vaccinated are doing everything right, but because they live in America and they have to work to earn their pay, they have to be around you, you plague-carrying, death-bringing monsters, and <laughs> now you helped like almost kill a three-year-old. And, and none of these people will ever take any responsibility for this shit. And if that story ever came across their media, they'd be like, fake news, the kid's a crisis actor, the parents are yeah. deep plans. Lots of false flags happening lately. Oh, yeah. They would just deny reality so aggressively because they would never admit that, like, there's any suffering that's being caused by their bullshit. And... Uh, and and I, I'm seeing so many, and I and again, it's on Gab and all that kind of stuff. You can never trust anyone who's posting there. But there's so many people who are like, I'm a nurse, and now they're going to mandate we have to get vaccines, and I'm so mad about it. And it's like, if you're a nurse in a hospital, it's going to be just filled with COVID patients. 
why would you not get vaccinated? Do you, you just want to get COVID? That's what you're telling me? That's your alternative? And then and then as a nurse, what are you going to do? Take ivermectin to treat it? I mean, just if, if that's your mindset, how are you a nurse? How do yeah, you get I mean, uh, like, yeah. Would, would these people get their, like, degrees or whatever, uh, you know, their qualifications? There should, like, part of that test should just be, like, Yes or no, do you believe in the efficacy of vaccines? And if you answer no, then you have failed the test and you don't get to be part of the medical professional community. Sorry. Like, the the efficacy of vaccines is, like, not in question. We have known about it for hundreds, arguably thousands of years, depending on what you want to call a vaccine. And the fact that people are still, like, you just have to be willfully ignorant of medical science to think that vaccines don't work. Like, that's just the way it is. So anyone who's just like, why should I lose my job? Because I don't want, like, it should be my choice. And it's just like, you're entitled to your choice, but that doesn't make you immune to repercussions. That's not how that works. Like, you you get, you make your choice, you, you, you make your bed, and then you lie in it. So like, yeah, you can choose not to get vaccinated, but that does not mean that you are guaranteed to keep your fucking job. Enjoy being out of work, idiot. Don't, don't worry. There are tons and tons of fast food now- places that are hiring right now. And now that the Pfizer vaccine is fully FDA approved, no longer an emergency measure, there are a lot of businesses are going to start mandating the vaccine because they're on very firm legal ground. And that's part of why the military was like, yep, it is required. Also, we talked about it last week. but Yeah, the Pentagon, like they, they announced the Pentagon was just like, hey, guess what? Uh, it, it, you got to be vac- vaccinated. Can't be working in these federal buildings without that vaccination, son. I'm on a couple mil yeah, I'm on a couple military channels and this one guy is getting he's getting run out of the Marines because he refuses to get vaccinated and they're just like yep. wait a minute, you're on military channels? What exactly would you describe the letter level of your clearance as, sir? Uh it is double Z. It's twice <laughs> it's three times as good as Q. Oh my god, you have Z Z clearance? I hear that's yeah. the top. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> I knew, I'm by so the, proud of you. By the, by the <laughs> We've been way, friends a long time. Yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're all we're all just uh, three jamokes, like literally in our bedrooms, uh, yelling on a podcast. Yet Sarge is actually wearing a three piece suit because he is a sharp dressed man. This is so weird, but he does it every week. It's very bizarre. Uh, your cu- your your cufflinks are sparkling today, sir. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. So, also, I, so b- back on topic, and, and you know, talking about anti-vax idiots and uh, conservatives dying of COVID. Uh, so I, I love the people that are just like, well, the you know, COVID's ninety-nine point nine percent of people don't die from it. It's just like, well, if you make vaccination a choice, and COVID is just like mathematically going to kill three hundred and fifty thousand people or whatever, like the math actually works out too, based on the population of our country. It's just like liberals are going to decide to take the vaccine, so. The overwhelming majority of the, that number of people that you're just willing to you sacrifice at the altar of COVID, they're going to be your red blooded American patriots in arms. Like, yeah. It, it's yeah. not going. It's not going to be like fucking coastal liberal elite dying of the virus because they're they're just going to have taken the shot. So it's it's going to be it's going to be your friends and family in your trailer park community or whatever, like down in Alabama. It's it's not going to be. It's not going to be me. Like <laughs> I, now, I'm, I'm vaccinated. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make it through. Yeah. There, there is a part of me that can almost understand someone wanting to wait for full FDA approval. Almost. I don't think you should have, but I can understand that argument. This is not the argument any of these people are making, but 
that is one I can understand. Uh... Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And, but now, now the Pfizer has full FDA approval. There is no well, more. I mean, they do, they don't need, they don't need the vaccine. They're all incredible peak condition physical specimens. Yeah. I, I don't know if you saw like pictures. Donald Trump. Just I, I don't know if you saw the pictures of that Alabama rally, but those pinned in Patriots, it, it was like <laughs> the Olympic Village down there, and it certainly did not look like a cattle call. 100%. <laughs> those guys were all in pretty good shape. And I look looking over that crowd of like people in their mid twenties and peak physical condition, I was just like, all these people are safe from COVID. No wonder they don't want the fucking vaccine. Right. Donald Trump is a piece of shit for telling these people to get the vaccine. Look at them. <laughs> Yeah. Look at the amount of abs on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Chinese training camp in here. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, do we want to talk about Mike Lindell? No, I, I want. I, I had one little quick little thing I was going to throw in here is that. Um, yeah, we, we haven't even talked about all the dumb conservatives catching COVID. <laughs> oh, there's more. Yeah, you're right. right. Oh yeah, well, we, yeah. Well, we can jump right into that. About uh, so beyond uh, Phil Valentine uh, passing away from COVID, uh, for one of the major lawyers of the One uh, Six Insurgents, and also uh, one of the first lawyers to, to stand uh, to defend Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, John Pierce. Again, one of these guys who's like, I won't take the vaccine, even if the government demands I take the vaccine. Uh, Smart. He, he reportedly is not um, in court because he is on a ventilator due to COVID-19. So he, I mean, he's I, mean, in, I, I shouldn't have laughed, but he's in very rough shape from a very bad bout of COVID. And again, it's just so ridiculous that these people are willing to roll the dice on this. And it, I just, I truly, it, it is it's incredible to me that you would run this risk, do this. I mean, so many of the uh, Tucker Carlson, all the people on Fox, because Fox news came out and said, all our employees need to tell us what their vaccination status is. Like Fox news made it clear that like, we're not uh, screwing around with this. You can go on the air and lie about this shit, but we want to know what you're doing. So we can put, uh, we can put parameters around what you can and can't do in our, in our offices. Um, and as a result of that, um, it's almost it's a given that everyone you see on TV who's telling you to eat the horse dewormer they got the vaccine. Trump said it. Sheep dewormer, sheep dewormer. Get also it right. 
It does horses too, buddy. It, it does, does horses, horses too. <laughs> yes. Oh, it, oh, you can fucking deworm a horse with some ivermectin, motherfucker. <laughs> Let me tell you. Uh, but I'll, I'll take my hit. Yeah, <laughs> it does horses too. Ivermectin. It does horses too. Why wouldn't you want it? It's good enough for sheep and horses. It's got to be good enough for you. You're a work. You're a work animal of of like of good stock, aren't you? I mean. It is. It's true. Hey, I mean, if ketamine is good enough for me, then why wouldn't this deworming medication be great too? Like, if I, if I want to rock and buzz, I'll just take the same drugs that horses do. And if I need to get rid of COVID, I will just use the same drug that horses do to get rid of worms because it's the same thing. <laughs> and and I, I, the other thing I love is I've been seeing these people saying, "Hey, you're making fun of people for wanting to take ivermectin," and it's like, well. They they're never going to get vaccinated. So at this point, ridicule and scorn is all polite society has to use against these people. Maybe if you can shame someone out of not poisoning themselves with ivermectin, they won't do it. And maybe one day they will wisen up to the point where they maybe should get the vaccine. Yeah. Uh, I, so like, I like to consider myself to be a pretty liberal dude. Like that's sort of my one of my many shticks on this show is that I'm just here to be mm-hmm. liberal and to hate conservatives because they suck but not even like one of the things that i hate about liberals myself is that liberals have been trying for a while to take all of the power out of shame and shame is like a powerful tool that we need to keep in our toolkit for when it's appropriate yeah shame and name like 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 i don't think that we should like shame people for stuff that they do that they have no control over like you know your race your gender your sexuality like like any of that stuff we certainly shame people for stuff that is like harmless like if wearing pantyhose gets you off like even if i think that's a little weird like i shouldn't shame you for it but if you're like doing stuff that's dangerous to society fuck yeah i'm gonna shame you i'm gonna shame the shit out of you like (laughs) fucking pull your head out of your ass like you are not a singular entity floating through space by yourself you are one part of a giant cluster of people and we're all trying to make it together you dumb fucks so get vaccinated that is actually i mean that is that is the actual logic of the supreme court ruling about vaccine mandates being legal is that they said that the individual rights uh, of one person do not trump the health requirements of many people. That is, um, yeah, the, man, Mr. Mr. Spock fucking knew about this shit 40 years ago. Like, why are these people, why is this lesson hard to teach these people, man? The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. So sometimes you got to put your ass in the fucking nuclear chamber and just die of radiation sickness. You will come back in a sequel. Yeah, <laughs> the whales will bring you back. I think that's what happened in that movie. It's been a while. Yeah. So uh, the case is uh, Jacobson v. Massachusetts, I believe. It's one of them. But it said, in every well-ordered society charged with the duty of conserving the safety of its members, the rights of the individual, and respect to his liberty, may at times, under the pressure of great dangers, be subjected to such restraint to be enforced by reasonable regulations as the safety of the general public may demand. So, yeah, it's just like, look, you do have a right to liberty, but not at the expense of other people, you colossal dum-dum. Yeah. And, yeah, so, I mean, this is this is like case law that has been around for a really long time. Yeah, um, and, hey, if you're one of these anti-vax conservatives and you happen to have been tricked into listening to this podcast for almost an hour at this point, let me, let me just break <laughs> it to you this way. No one in the country is trying to take away your 
freedom to get COVID. If it were possible for you to get COVID and just have it yourself, man, it would be awesome if we could just make sure that you and you alone could get all the COVID you want. But it turns out that when you get COVID, you become a vector for other people to get COVID that might not want it because it could kill them. So that is why the the mandate is happening. It is not trying to impugn upon your personal freedom to get a transmittable as, disease. As much COVID as you want. You can, like, in a perfect world, dog, you could have all the, I mean, you, we would just provide doorknobs for you to lick that were just covered in the stuff. I mean, I would be the one spraying it down for you. Like, that would be great. But it turns out that when you get COVID, you can give it to other people against their will. And that's not cool, my dude. You got to have consent for that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Informed yeah. consent. Yes. yes. Deathly ill. Uh, and uh, speaking of the, the more uh, beyond the, the mandates, uh, Delta Airlines just came out uh, stating that everyone who is not vaccinated will now be paying 200 extra dollars a month for their health insurance. So uh, the, the so the so. Uh, corporate America is going to start tightening the screws on the the unvaccinated uh, in ways that uh, like municipalities and states and the federal government can't due to the magic of federalism. So uh, this is the thing about that makes that QAnon's like now dealing with is like so many of these idiots are talking about oh I'm going to lose my job oh this is happening this is happening. Because QAnon was a dumb, fun, happy LARP when these people didn't have any skin in the game. Now, this is the really real world where there are consequences to this shit. And Donald Trump isn't going to ride in on his 9-0 Supreme Court ruling and fix all this shit for these people. No matter what our uh, dumb friend Mike Lindell says, where... um, this week, uh, Mike has come out and said that his data is, is in fact flawless, that Dennis Montgomery didn't trick him, didn't fuck him over, which he did. Mike Lindell had nothing. But, uh, but and that cyber symposium that was supposed to be where he revealed the proof, he wasn't going to show you nothing at that surprise cyber symposium. You all were idiots for thinking he would. Yeah, why and would he? Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of COVID, the word cyber and flawless data... Surely Phil Valentine and John Pierce are the only high high profile conservatives that have gotten COVID this week, right? Yes, absolutely. And not our beloved buddies at the Cyber Ninjas who were going to turn in their preliminary report on their audit to the Arizona Senate. But it seems COVID ate their homework. Uh, the, the CEO of Cyber Ninjas and two of the five guys on the audit team from Cyber Ninjas are uh, are sick with COVID. Uh, the, the- uh, I think you're downplaying it. If I recall correctly, the quote was quite sick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I-, I thought it was really sick. But yes, they did use a term to describe that their sickness level is high. They have a considerable amount of sickness in them. And that is why they were not able to give this report to the Arizona Senate, which... Why couldn't you give it to the Arizona Senate? You Would you say they were down with the sickness? They were. They were quite down with the sickness. But that isn't a ZZ Top song, Sarge. Come on. I don't know. <laughs> they I don't, don't all have to be ZZ Top. 
They should be, though. I mean, I, I don't know how you work legs into that, but you should have tried. Uh, for shame, sir. I'm going to use shame on you now. Bam, the power of shame. Um, see? The, the shame, it's such a powerful tool. I mean, the audience can't see it, but Sarge is literally weeping right now. So, <laughs> tears, so, uh, tears of blood. So powerfully, so powerfully hit about his face, neck, and torso with shame that he is yeah. sobbing. Yes. Giant, uh, and also, I did a little, uh, like you know, a little sort of uh, out of out of the pocket for old L. I did a little fact checking, and uh, it was in fact quite sick. Uh, quote: The team expected to have the full draft ready for the Senate today, but unfortunately, Cyber Ninja CEO Doug Logan and two other members of the five person audit team have tested positive for COVID nineteen and are quite sick. <laughs> that is that is according to uh, Arizona Senate President Karen Fan Karen- via Twitter. Yeah, Karen Fan, who is now being called a rhino, and everyone hates her because uh, Michael Flynn and Rhino, yeah, and uh, Patrick Byrne, uh, our beloved Overstock idiot guy who was uh, duped by a Russian spy, uh, the two of them are going around still saying that this uh, this audit is going to overturn the election and get Trump back in office. When Karen has come out and said no. This this whole audit is not about overturning that election. It's just about maintaining election integrity in Arizona moving forward. We are not going to reinstall Trump as president. So enjoy your primary challenge from a raging QAnon nut, uh, Karen. It's going to be great for you. It's going to go really well when you are dealing with just an absolute lunatic who is uh, just carved out of pure QAnium. And is now, Mike... Would you say that the shit is about to hit the fan? Yes, I would. I absolutely would. God, that low hanging fruit is delicious. Man, I'm just I'm just so good at plucking that low hanging fruit. Yes, I'm too heavy for a ladder, so I would have to be good at picking low hanging fruit. Yes, damn right. Uh, so, okay, so uh, just so we can move on to, to to get some questions in at the the end of the pod, uh, because who knows how long we're going to be talking about this. Uh, yeah, normally normally I would leave Sarge to do this segue, but I'm just going to say that in my show notes that I do during our pre production stuff, I, I have posted here. Mike Lindell is a person we have to talk about every week. Uh, so uh, like juicy fruit sometimes avoids even me, but I finally got there and I was just like, if we're going to be talking about the guy every week, I feel like we should just make it a segment and we should call that segment pillow talk, obviously. Right. I mean, yes. I, yes. yeah. So, so, so submit motion to the group for pillow talk. Yeah. 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 I second. <laughs> All right. Motion. motion is passed. Yes. Gavel. Gavel noise. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine that because we're not going to do any post-production. So, anyway, so, uh, so so Mike Raids, uh, what is the deal with Mike Lindell? What's the deal? On, on our, our first actual segment of Pillow Talk. So uh, as I had said, as I had said a little bit before we got sidetracked by the fact that the uh, cyber ninjas are dying of COVID, was that he won't give up on his nonsense that... Uh, there was this very hilarious bit where Alex Jones was trying to get Mike Lindell to accept that Dennis Montgomery flim flammed him. And Mike Lindell was that, was that before or after he just referred to Donald Trump as a quote, dumbass. Uh, that was, uh, I think that was before it was before. Yeah. That was before uh, Alex Jones had his latest break with Donald Trump. It is so funny dealing with people like Alex and QAnon who, have Trump as their big daddy superhero orange god, but he's so pro-vaccine that like they just can't square that circle because Alex has always been anti-vaccine. And as you said about being topical and being trendy and being the current thing, 
they all knew the moment COVID came out that the vaccine was a thing that was going to come out to stop it and that they were going to have to be anti that. So whenever Trump would talk about uh, HCQ or injecting bleach or light or anything, they would just jump on any other possible therapeutic or treatment because COVID, like, the word vaccine is bad and awful. And so Alex had that problem there, but Alex here was just like, look, Mike, you've been sold a bill of goods, right? And Mike was like, no, I haven't been sold a bill of goods. The packet captures are real. They're incredible. Yeah. Mike Lindell is now just the gold plates guy. He's just Brigham Young. He's just, he's just John Smith. He's just the, I've got the proof from God, but no, you can't see it. Just, just accept it. I mean, and and it's and, and the sad thing for him is he doesn't have a bunch of people he can con into believing it. He's not going to be able to form a Lindellism based upon his magic packet captures. Mm, give him a give him a chance. And so between his packet captures that he won't give up on, and the fact that he literally had a safe house for uh, Tina Peters, the person who probably committed real crimes on his behalf and the behalf of Ron Watkins to try to prove that the Dominion voting machines can be hacked. Uh, he's he's just in whole hog on this shit. He's not going to let it go, even though, again, he can't and won't show his evidence to anybody because it's bullshit, because it came from Dennis Montgomery, who is a habitual scam artist. I would. I just want to know how much of a check he cut Dennis Montgomery. I just want to know how much money that guy ripped him off for and that he just won't admit to. It's like the Nigerian prince scam. You don't want to admit you give the Nigerian prince $10,000. I mean, it's just, it's just that. It's so funny that he got conned and he doesn't want to admit that he got conned. No, how uh, how secure do you think that safe house is going to be if the FBI ever is just like okay, like official warrant for this for this lady? Do you think Mike Lindell is going to stick to his guns, or do you think he's just going to f- fold and give her up immediately? <laughs> I think Mike Lindell would probably think he was going to hold out, and by the time the handcuffs were on him, he would he'd give her up. I don't I don't think I don't think Mike Lindell uh, being held in contempt of court and going into a jail cell that he could leave voluntarily as soon as he gave up the goods. I don't think that story lasts very long. So I just think that he is, um, he's, um, he's, I don't, I don't think he's a, I don't think he's a, someone who's like, I ain't a rat. I ain't a stitch. He would, he would rat very quickly. Yeah, he he's gonna yeah. he's gonna fucking he's gonna fold out her the second anyone tells him exactly how uncomfortable the pillows are in prison. So like, <laughs> oh god, no! I like what a, it's like a waking nightmare. It's like yeah. actually, it's more like a sleeping nightmare. But <laughs> these pillows are wildly uncomfortable, and I know a thing or two about pillows. Yeah, Mike Lindell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, use promo use promo code Infowords to get forty percent off. Uh, there's this guy named uh, Joven Pulitzer who has been ranting and raving about all kinds of incoherent gibberish and like proof of watermarks or other things on the Arizona ballots. And that guy, when you're on Gab or anywhere other social media platforms, he's posting. He uses so many buzzwords and so much nonsense about his like. 
propri proprietary encoded encrypted software paradigm algorithm. You can just tell he's desperate for someone to get one of these tweets in front of Mike Lindell. So Lindell will be like, oh, we've got it now, boys. Get the Pulitzer's his name. How big a check does he need? You can just tell these people are just trying to get five minutes of Mike Lindell so they can flim flam him and get a six or seven figure check. Yeah, for the latest he will. Bullshit. Oh, my he God. He will write almost anyone a check. Yeah, he's just a golden goose. He is just the ab he is the money mark. Like he is if you are an old-timey professional wrestler from back in the day, you can go get $20,000 to go do his little wrestling show in in, in Punxsutawney and uh powerbomb the local high school jock or whatever and get your money. I mean, he is just the biggest sucker around who just desperately wants to hand anyone who will tell him a lie money. Yeah, he, he, he's he's Martin in that episode of The Simpsons where he's like, surely I and my $300 could help with this road trip. And then <laughs> D D Donald Trump and like a few other like high-level high, high conservatives are just like, yeah, Martin, you can tag along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. So, uh, Sarge's cat is very tired of us talking about yes. Mike Lindell. So it is indeed time to move on. Yes, let's dig into the mailbag. Our listeners got questions. We got answers. It's time for Q and A. So uh, the Q Origins Project, who is one of the better researchers into this movement and actually has a bunch of people like cracking down on stuff in, in the ancient history of Q, says, uh, I got one. I got one. How long do you think it will be before the first major influencer goes? The Taliban or white hats, actually. Um. I don't know that we're going to get the actual Taliban are part of the plan so much as I've seen plenty of people on Gab and Telegram being like, hey, are the Taliban really the bad guys here? Like neo-Nazi sack of shit Nick Fuentes has been like, the Taliban are anti-gay, anti-abortion, anti-vaccine. Like the Taliban are pretty based. Am I right, guys? I mean... So I'm seeing a lot of people who are like, hey, a bunch of religious fundamentalists who treat women like shit. Like, what's what's wrong with that? I, I, I mean, that seems pretty OK in my book. I mean, so I've seen uh, a bunch. Yeah, of I mean, they're, ju they're just a group of heroic patriots that are taking back their country. Yeah, they, 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 they kicked the evil cabal's ass because America is now the evil cabal. They ran evil America out of their out of their country. I've seen so many people with memes where they're like, Biden's like, you're going to you really think your stupid little guns will defeat our military. You don't need the Second Amendment. And then the second part of the meme is the Taliban with like their ratty little AK-47s being like worked for us. And it's like, yeah, that's Afghanistan. It's half a world away. Uh, it's not America. The American military is not going to leave America when you walk outside your front door with your AR-15 AR going, freedom! Rrr! They're just going to call in a drone and kill you. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my response to people who post that sort of shit is and always has been, fuck around and find out. Like, <laughs> you, you, you've got your Second Amendment, you hate the government, fucking go nuts. Yeah. Like, get it, like, get it done. Like, yeah. you know, you do whatever your heart uh, your heart compels you to do. And if that's sitting at your home like a spineless coward, then you don't need your Second Amendment, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, we're all those idiots are always posting like the Second Amendment's never more important. I, I see you post that shit all the time, and it's just like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Is it violence? Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, wh- 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 why Second Amendment so important? I, I, the thing that I always love about that shit is like, it's blue lives matter, support the troops. The Second Amendment matters so much. Why? Because I'm going to need to kill cops and soldiers when the time comes. I mean, that's that's literally what you're saying. Is, that is, you are saying those things. You don't want to say them because they sound bad. But when the tyrannical government forces you to take the shot or you lose your job or you lose your right to go to sports ball events or any other thing that's going to make your life bad and you rebel against that uh if you rebel in a way that is uh, detrimental to society police and law enforcement will show up to arrest you then your second amendment right will literally be shooting at cops that's hey, what man, they've got a problem solver and its name is revolver what they don't know <laughs> Is that the United States government has a problem solver and its name is Predator Drone Strike? And yes, that is, that, is, that is a much better problem solver. Yeah. Revolver does not beat Predator Drone Strike. It is a yeah. very bad matchup for Revolver. Let me tell yeah, you, I mean, it, it, <laughs> they it, had it's, to it's, fight it's, Revolver one. Yeah, yeah. Pre- Predator Drone Strike is the triangle man of the United States military. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, I again, I, I think it's going to be a tough square to circle on Taliban equal white hats, but Taliban equal good guys. That's that's absolutely been going around the right wing yeah. uh, media. Absolutely. So, uh, thank you for the question, QAnon Origins Project. Uh, doctor initially asks: Has there been any chatter or acknowledgement from the QAnon crowd about Trump giving Afghanistan to the Taliban? Absolutely not. Right down the memory hole, the the fact that Trump freed 5,000 uh, Taliban fighters, including the guy who's now the leader of the Taliban and like the quote-unquote president of Afghanistan now, like none of that shit exists. Everyone, like blue check marks on Twitter who are not Jack Posebeck, like actual people who get the right articles for real places, they're just like, this shit never would have happened under Trump. He just would have whipped out his big orange dick and made the Taliban just cower in fear of the mighty power Trump and it's like that's dude, very true yeah it's very true because Trump didn't sign the agreement to leave in May and Biden didn't extend that agreement a few months before beginning this withdrawal I mean this Biden is just fulfilling Trump's vision Trump literally did rallies where he's like yeah Biden's pulling the troops out of Afghanistan I made him do that he didn't want to do it but I basically made it impossible for him not to do it and then the moment the shit hit the fan, Trump was like, well, Biden fucked up my beautiful withdrawal, that dumb dumb." because Trump never wanted to actually be the president. Trump just wanted to be in a position where he could second guess the president and everyone in the media would be like, oh, man, that Trump, he really he really showed Obama a thing or two about that. He was right about this one. Trump's a star fucker. Like, Absolutely. I've never seen anyone that already that famous there's more of a star fucker and it is baffling like jimmy he's just he's like it's like we were talking about last week where uh loafer loffer the woman who lost in the senate in georgia has like 800 million dollars and she still had to do some insider training trading on uh hydroxychloroquine and other shit to make more money and that just blows my mind it's like her need for money fucks my mind up as much as Trump's need for more adulation and fame fucks up your mind. Yeah. It's just like you're already Donald Trump. The reason why you won the presidency is because you had a hundred percent name recognition from the start. And you were this like famous celebrity billionaire businessman. And that was why you were able to run a campaign for the office. And yet 
all of that isn't enough. You still need like other people to recognize you and to say that you're a good boy and tussle your dumb, unkempt hair. It's just so bizarre that yeah. that hole in his that hole in his heart that will never be filled because his dad didn't love him will never be filled. Nothing can make that boy whole. <laughs> his dad loved him enough to get him out of the draft. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever on that shit. I mean, your dad, your dad might not love you, but he doesn't want you getting killed in the jungles of Vietnam. That's for poor people, for crying out loud. So, Real patriots use their millions of dollars to avoid fighting for their country. Right, exactly. Fuck yeah. So, yes. Uh, so thank you for the question, Dr. Initially. Uh, Placeholder asks, many of the recent Telegram and Gab posts poker has been sharing from influencer types or reposts or shares of others. Do you think the original influencers are running out of ideas? In a lot of ways, they are, because all QAnon really had was, like, the original shit Q was saying, and Q's dead now because Ron Watkins wants to be in front of the camera and be a big boy. So they don't have Q drops to, like, glom off of and read off of. And all they have without the Q drops is current events and trying to riff off of those. So they they're just they're just in this same media news cycle that everybody else is in only they have to spin everything in this weirdly positive pro trump way well ghost and- ezra came out after uh, the the q vanished when they need him the most right? right he didn't really rise to any sort of prominence until after q left Right. But it, but that's the thing is you have to come with like a fresh take, like some new news that gets people anti-Semitism. Excited. Well, what? I mean, well, Ghost Ezra. <laughs> telling us which female celebrities actually have penises. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, Ghost Ezra just like leaned into all this shit really hard. And then like started. he was like a he was posting a lot of content. He was doing the Q stuff. He was doing the gold standard. And he was just riffing on this kind of stuff. And I don't exactly I don't know why he got so popular, but. Clearly, like, the shit he was doing connected with an audience, but uh, Patel Patriot in the Devolution series, which is just absolute the dumbest crap you've ever read, that's gotten big because they're so desperate for someone to come up with some reason for why Trump will be president again in a few months. And so this guy was like, hey, guys, the military is secretly in charge of America because Trump suspended the Constitution, which is a thing presidents can do. And... That it just goes to show you how this hackneyed dumb shit, which um, some other guy who isn't even a QAnon promoter, he's just a weird right wing crank named like Thomas Wicker. Like he was a guy, I don't know why he was doing it, but he was like wearing a spaghetti strainer over the top of his head in a bunch of photos. Wait, the Wicker man was wearing a spaghetti strainer? Yes, he absolutely was, and he absolutely is. It wasn't even like flying spaghetti monster shit because he's like a right wing crank, and, the, and that that stuff's like more atheism, left wing zingery of Christianity. But that guy, like many, like a couple of years ago, was like, "I don't follow this QAnon bullshit. It's dumb." But here's my theory on how the military is secretly still subservient to Trump, and he's still secretly the president. And then Patel Patriot just like ran with that, reposted it, found an audience, and all the QAnon people were like, "Holy shit!" look at this theory it's probably true and trump's probably still president but whatever i mean just just run with it because we what we need we need some hopium and this guy is a new hopium peddler so yes i do think they're running out of ideas because they've got nothing and the longer time runs where trump doesn't become the officially acknowledged president of the united states the less ideas they'll have and their movement will just sort of like become more generically boring republicanism and just 
instead of just being regular Republicans, they'll be Republicans, but calling Democrats pedophiles and demanding you not take the vaccine because it will kill you. Uh, My answer to this is is a lot more mundane and less Q-related. Even if they are running out of ideas, that's not necessarily the reason for this. The reason for this, to me, is probably just that they are learning the same lesson that influencers on all sorts of social media have already learned. Why produce your your own content when you can just steal it from someone with a less less of a user base? You just grab somebody else's content and you just post it on your thing and you monetize it however you monetize it. And then guess what? It's yours. And because the internet is the way it is, nobody could really ever fight against that. So yeah. See also fuck Jerry. Like, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's just like tons of, I mean, they're, they're like this, this phenomenon has been as old as the internet. Right. I mean, like, yeah, there, like, there was a artist big. I don't know if you, you guys can't hear the, the finger quotes I'm doing here who took screenshots of several models instagrams made large prints and then sold those and said it was art because he took the screenshots of their instagram and the courts had to back him up uh because he did like art is super subjective and he did something just transformative enough (laughs) and like yeah that that's what qanon is doing now they're screenshotting and screenshotting of a screenshot and they're just trying to yes and each other uh, but no one's adding anything new it's it's all oh now this is the next date and yeah doomsday cults and and uh preachers have been doing that forever you can't keep setting the date so soon you gotta put it a little further out Absolutely. Uh, uh, Martin Geddes, like a couple of weeks ago, said something to the effect of like these audits and, and this military operation probably won't bear fruit until March of next year. Like he, he was just aggressively throwing the goalposts back another few months. I mean, that that's was the just, minimum you have to do like next year. Just right. stop doing three weeks from now. That's like, not enough time to get momentum. Like Alex Jones had his like COVID soft kill. Like millions of people are going to die in two years from the COVID vaccine. That's like a perfect deadline two years no one's gonna remember he said that two years ago i mean it's just how it works you just just keep well, it. But, but who listens to us exactly exactly um so uh thank you for that question uh rumor files asks uh did do you see gripers po- poaching QAnon to expand their base i imagine the simpler and more concrete messaging would be appealing to QAnon followers tired of moving goalposts the hue A- now the what uh, Groypers, it's Alex, it's uh, Nick Fuentes' movement of neo-Nazis and other shithead racists. It's basically young neo-Nazis with Nick Fuentes as their leader. And the answer to that question is absolutely yes. All Like, like Ghost Ezra was a pipeline from QAnon to neo-Nazidom. So all these extremist movements, like, like one of the things about deplatforming QAnon from like polite social media is that you're pushing them into shitty social media where neo-Nazis already are. And that's what, that's what I was talking about earlier with the ghost Ezra's uh, channel is that you click on uh, the comments and like the top comment, a lot of times is a neo-Nazi trying to get people to go join a channel or watch a neo-Nazi video. So like neo-Nazis and grapers and other extremist movements they're they're always trying to recruit from QAnon because they know QAnon people are disillusioned because they're not getting the payoff. Whereas you join our movement, and at the very least, we're going to give you a, a little more dopamine hit because now you can be a neo Nazi right now. We don't have any dates. You can just hate Jews. Like boom, you, right, that's exactly. it. You're in. Goals right. met. Yes. Yeah. H- hating Jews has never gone out of fashion for Nazis. Like, it's just <laughs> yeah. always always been our most popular thing. 
Yeah. So yeah, you, you want to be a racist piece of shit and just and not be uh, tied down to deadlines or like some hero swooping in and saving the day. Just join us. We we're QAnon with no dates and no timetables and no fancy fancy just time machines and other fantasy bullshit. You just get to hang out with real people on the internet and be mad at the world. Isn't that what you want? And people are like, holy shit, that is what I want. So- I do just want to be mad at the world. In Pokemon, the Pokemon can only evolve up, but in Digimon, the Digimon evolve up and then you can evolve them down and take them up different trees. Uh, QAnon seems to be more of a Digimon here and that they're just de-digivolving back to anti-Semitism where it all started or where a lot of them started. And they'll just wait until the next better thing comes along and then they'll digivolve into whatever the new Q is here in like three years when Trump like dies of a heart attack or whatever. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you, the base level, my Digimon reference for the week is very, very important. So um, everyone can mark their wager on Digimon reference by charges as yes, that was plus plus one seventy this week. So that's a pretty good payout. But, um, but yeah, you have that the the core of all of these uh, conspiracy theories of a shadowy group of people secretly ruling the world from behind the scenes. That's all anti-Semitism. That's all the protocols of the elders of Zion. That's all that has ever been. So the question just sort of like riffs out, like, where do you take that to? And then when one of those theories crashes and burns, then you just go back to that again, that core tenet, that base of anti-Semitism, and then you just run with it. So, I mean, yeah, that's because it's, cool. it's a, a super easy, good base block to build off of. Right. And just, you can just stack any sort of conspiracy on top of anti-Semitism. Yeah. Flat Earth anti-vax chemtrails fake moon landing it they all just come on top of anti-semitism i don't know why but yeah, yeah anti-semitism anti-semitism is the rock and not the charming former wrestler but the rock on which you are going to build your church yeah right your um, church your, your church of burning hatred absolutely that so for, uh, for legal reasons i have to make it clear that uh Dwayne the rock johnson is not in any way affiliated with anti-semitism to our knowledge <laughs> Please don't sue me, Dwayne. I love you. Yes. Although Jungle Cruise is like pretty much a cash grab and everybody knows it. I mean, do, <laughs> do better. But like a, a fun cash grab? No, it was pretty boring. All right. We'll talk about it on the other pod. So, uh, so uh, let's, uh, yeah, let's do, let's do one more question and then do our, our question uh, in perpetuity or whatever it's called and then get up out of here. Okay. So, uh, I, I was hit with a question that uh, they, 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 they trapped me. They trapped me with, I cannot give the answer that I was going to give. And uh, Narc asks, uh, favorite female vocalist? And I am not allowed to use Shirley Manson for this answer. So screw you, Narc. You no good so-and-so. Uh, so I will throw it to the floor first before I give any of my suggestions. Wow. I don't have one just to grab because yoko kano doesn't do vocals she just composes the music um Um. (laughs) wow look at it look at this misogynist over here can't even think of one female vocalist yeah (laughs) like a favorite uh i i i know female vocalists but they're just like i know female vocalists i just think they're all bad i'm friends with female vocalists (laughs) yeah 
Uh, no, you go. Uh, let me. Oh think. my god, Sarge, Sarge of the ultimate racist dip out. I have some black friends. Just oh my god. Yes, well, thank yeah, you the, for pointing out my joke. Yeah, I was, uh, I was pretty sure that that was the joke he was going for. Um, <laughs> it, it was so it was so dry. It was like toast in my mouth. I couldn't. Yeah, just slid that one right by. Yeah, you just slid that one right into Mike Grades' mouth. Um, yes. Okay. Ooh. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you a, a lot of time to think about your answer, unfortunately, because uh, recently I have rediscovered uh, a female vocalist that I've been digging on recently, and she's not like my all-time favorite, but I do just want to shout her out, especially because she's gotten a little bit of that shine from the Suicide Squad. And I'll say that I've been listening to a lot of K Flay recently. I really like K Flay. Uh, I've known about her for a long time, um, and uh, yeah, I just like. I just really like the the text like i just really like her voice uh and it's not just that she makes like catchy pop music that i dig but Mm -hmm. i also just like like the the, her voice has like a texture and a quality to it that you don't really get uh from a lot of female vocalists it's got like it's got like a i mean i I don't want to say smokiness but i can't think of a better adjective to it but like you know it's 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 a little raspy without being raspy it's i I don't know i really like for those of you who haven't tried k-flay uh go ahead and give k-flay a shot um, I've been digging on her a lot recently. Yeah, uh, I have an answer. My answer is Emily Haynes of Metric. She did the amazing voice for uh, in Scott Pilgrim uh, for Envy's song uh, "Black Sheep," and uh, after that, I really got into Metric. And so there we go. That's my answer. Cool. I'm glad that I'm glad that Sarge finally found one. I just I'm, um, I'm bad flat footed on those kind of questions. I, it was really funny because I think about my history of music and it's like I almost I'm almost exclusively female singers that I enjoy. One day I was going to a magic tournament and a guy picked me up and I had I always wore garbage T-shirts to these uh, magic tournaments. And as I'm walking down the steps of my house, he just yelled at me, grab the CD. And I was like, huh? And he's like, the band, you're always wearing those shirts. I want to hear the music. And I was like, okay. So I ran back in the house, grabbed the CD, came down, played the CD for him. And he was like, wow, it's a, it's a female singer. My son only ever listens to male singers. And I just thought that was like really strange that his dad, his son was apparently Sarge, who didn't that listen to any female singers. I didn't want to say Lady Gaga, even though I do really like her and think she's an amazing vocalist. Uh, uh, I wanted to go a little deeper. What was really funny was Lady Gaga was my first answer that I was just going to come off the top of my head. And then when you started stammering and we had the segue to L, like right now I've been listening to a lot of Dua Lipa. Her music is just very well crafted and it's just this like happy, dumb pop dance stuff that usually isn't like my cup of tea. But like right now I'm just like, hey, this is top 40 nonsense that I enjoy very much. But I mean – Lady Gaga, Dua Lipa, uh, Billie Eilish, Katy Perry. Just I'm the I'm just this bubblegum radio guy. Uh, Chibi from the Birthday Massacre. That like that might be like my deep cut, as it were, of a female singer. But I just generally speaking, if I'm listening to the radio, if you are a dude singing, you're you're gonna have to knock my socks off. I don't know what it is, but I'm just like female singers all day, every day, for the most part. Like. Uh, when I when I think about it, it's like Uptown Funk is like one of like the only songs I can think of that has a male singer in it that I'm just like, yeah, this is gonna like just stay in my playlist for in perpetuity. 
because I don't know what guys just don't do it for me. So up your game, men. Uh, also, uh, just to, to I'm gonna I'm gonna partially bail out Sarge here because uh, uh, he had mentioned Yoko Kano, which got me thinking uh, of. Uh, some of my favorite pieces of music with, with female lead vocalists uh, that are uh, composed by Yoko Kan Akano, and that are the uh, two intros to the Ghost in the Shell standalone complex series, mm, yeah. and uh, the the vocal performances by uh, I'm not sure if it's Origa or Origa, but uh, she is a female uh, Russian vocalist, uh, and both of those songs uh, totally slap. So uh, yeah, if you want to if you want to go listen to Rise or Inner Universe, uh, you know. Uh, composed by Yoko Kano, but with some good ass uh, female vocalizing from uh, Oraga. So yeah, good how, shit. I tell you, Mike, I, I snap have a, a favorite female composer musician. Way to go! Way to go! So yeah, you're nuts to you. Okay, so, take us uh, home. And, and finally, the uh, Chairman Walkman question: Numerous. Uh, what are you excited about? Uh, it's board game day for me, homie. So as soon as we're nice. done with our recording obligations, I'm gonna uh, walk downtown. I'm going to go to the local hot dog eatery and slam a couple of uh, delicious wieners straightened in my orifice. And then I'm going to go play board games. It's going to be great. I can't wait. Uh, for me, I like I said last week, I started playing Resident Evil 7. It was two spooks, too many spooks. It was actually spooking me out, gave me some fight or flight. So I took a break from that and I picked up a used copy of Control, a game that has been out for two or three years. And... I've been meaning to play and I finally started playing it and it's really fun. It is very, very fun. And it has this SCP. Uh, I don't want to say warehouse 13 cause that was super goofy, but it ha- has this vibe that I really like in uh, horror and supernatural media. Plus you get to zip zap around and shit like that. It's a ton of fun. So I'm looking forward to playing some more of that later. Uh, after I go do my job. And uh, for me, I'm very excited that uh, Cam Newton somehow screwed up and got himself uh, kept away from Patriot practice for the week. So Mac Jones has been throwing the rock around all over the place uh, because I uh, love you, Cam, but not in love with you. And the sooner the Mac Jones era begins in uh, New England, the sooner we can find out if the kid can actually do this or not. And we either have our quarterback or we need a new one. So, uh, and also... I've been seeing a lot of tea leaf reading that says that Cam, even though he came down with the COVID previously, probably unvaccinated. So uh, if nice, that were smart, if, if that were, if that were to happen sometime in the in the season where he came down with it for a couple of weeks and had to give the job up to Mac to let him uh, be the quarterback. Um I don't want Cam to get sick. I don't want it to be bad. But again, I kind of want Mac Jones under center. So uh, you do you, Cam. You do the personal choice thing. And uh, nature may take its course and you'll lose your job, as so many QAnon promoters and supporters have been doing. And that'll be good, hopefully, for New England. And with that, it's time for me to go around the crew and strap on everybody's uh, steampunk, futuristic, sci-fi, fantasy rocket boots, and then we will fly in formation out of Hellworld for this week. Uh, So thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, If you've made it this far, you know what time it is. It's time for me to tell you how you can support us with your money, uh, which you can do by going to patreon.com slash poker politics and giving us your sweet, sweet bucks. Uh, if you are donating at $5 a month or above, you get access to all of our sweet bonus content, including our ongoing series, Cabalin, where the whole gag is breaking down Fall of the Cabal, uh, completed series, The Foulest Deed, which is Mike Raines, solo talking about JFK, 
Uh, we are working on some uh, new future uh, content, including uh, Sarge's Conspiracy Book Corner. And yeah. uh, we have other stuff coming down the pipeline. Uh, we are one fifth of the way to our goal. Uh, of getting five more beautifuler babies to pitch in the $5 a month for us. Uh, we're going to do a binge-wordy crossover episode, binge-wordy being the dumb pop media podcast that Sarge and I do solo. Uh, we're going to do a crossover episode where the whole gang is going to get together, and we are going to watch uh, White Squall in a uh, brief episode that we are going to call Where We Go One, We Go Squall, and that will uh, be uploaded for folks. So, you know, if you want to help out the show, you can do so with whatever jingle jangle you have in your pocket by going to patreon.com slash poker and politics. If you want to support us without spending any of your hard-earned money, you totally get it. Go ahead and do so by just telling a friend, uh, you know, uh, like uh, engaging with us on our social media, giving us five-star reviews wherever you get your podcast, yada, yada, yada. Just help us out by spreading the word. If you have money and you don't want to give it to us, we also understand, and you can give that money to a good organization, a charitable organization called love146.org. And in their own words, their vision is to end uh, is the end of child trafficking and exploitation. And it doesn't seem like it gets much better than that. Now it's time for me to thank some people that help make the show go, starting with our glorious friend DJ Minimal Effort, who remains too cool for social media. Uh, he is the provider of our wonderful intro song that I still like a little more every time I hear it. Uh, the voice of Q when we need it, but more specifically, the voice of all of our bumps uh, comes from our friend Frosty. You can find on Twitter at FrostyVO. Uh, you can also follow Sarge and I uh, if you would like to. Speaking of the Binge Wordy Podcast, at the Binge Wordy Podcast. Uh, that's on Twitter at Binge Wordy, B-I-N-G-E-W-O-R-D-N-Y. And last but not least, I have one very important person to thank this week. Our most recent beautifuler baby, that one out of five that I talked about. Oh, we love him so much. Or her. I don't know. We love them so much. I need to stop using gender pronouns. Anyway, big shout out and thank you to Bryn or Brian without an A. Uh, it's B-R-Y-N. I don't know how I'm supposed to pronounce this name because I'm a fool. A foolish fool. Feel free to chastise us on social media or via the Patreon to be like, hey, idiot. It's called Brian. It's just spelled in a way that indicates that my parents are white and rich. Or, hey, it's a foreign name, and I am actually, like, you know, n not a white person. So it's not Brian or Bryn. It's it's Gaelic, and I'm a black Gaelic person, and it's Braun or whatever. Tell us whatever you need to. But anyway, you are our most recent beautiful baby, and we love you. So thank you very much for supporting us. So uh, for another successful episode of the Adventures at Hellworld podcast, I've been your host, Hellworld L, joined by my uh, also host, Hellworld Sarge, and as always, our glorious wonderful, knowledgeable expert in all things QAnon, Mr. Mike Rains. Good speed, patriots. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.